Hey everybody, welcome back to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Listen. Hi. Oh my gosh, you are blasting. Hi. Hello. I am turning you down. Are you sure it's me and it's not just those stupid headphones that are terrible? No, dude, you like, you blew my Hi. Anyway, before we get this podcast started, I want to go ahead and remind you all to please subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, or you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit subscribe. And if you don't watch us on YouTube, you should, because we're pretty. At least I am. I can't talk about Sean right now, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good to go. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well. You can follow the podcast at Jiu-Jitsu Radio on IG. You can follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ, And you can follow me uh, personally at Sonder Marketing, uh, S-O-N-D-E-R. Most people should know how to spell gorilla, right? You better. Gorilla. Okay. That's how you spell it. Got it. Uh, yeah. When, uh, we appreciate all the support you guys have been giving us. Um, we're hitting up the uh, the 5.0 stars on iTunes, which is, uh, I looked at it up uh, yesterday. Man, it like kind of floored me. It's kind of cool to see you doing it. And we're also getting ready for the 100th episode, which I'm still trying to figure out what we're going to do. So I appreciate all the support. Don't forget to buy a T-shirt. Just head over to jujitsuradio.com. We got everything set up there. And uh, sign up for the newsletter. And with that being said, don't forget to support our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Choke Aloha. Visit chokealoha.com. Use the promo code jujitsuradio, all one word, Jiu-Jitsu Radio. That's how you spell it, like how Sean would say it. How would you phonetically write that? I don't want to spell it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you go to Chocoloha.com, use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio at checkout, you will get 20% off your entire order, including the new spats and uh, long sleeve. I think a hoodie, too. Did you see it? It did not. I was just there the other day, too. Yeah, no, I saw it today. Uh, so it's a uh, very island Ish oh wait wait wait! They look like it looks like uh, palm leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did see. It, it looks pretty dope. So I guess there goes another piece of my paycheck. Thanks a lot, Chocaloha. But with the promo code, I'm still going to get 20 percent off, and it makes everything better. Chocaloha.com. Spread the choke and the aloha, and sometimes you can spread them both at the same time, like butter. Chocaloha.com. Check out also JujitsuSoapCo.com. JujitsuSoapCo. Makes some premium, mm, delicious smelling soaps, balms, B-A-L-M-S, balms, cool gear. And you can get it all at a discount when you use the promo code JJ Radio. That's uh, all one word, JJ Radio. You'll get 10% off the entire order at checkout. There's actually a, a new one. They dropped a new one today. It was like raspberry uh I don't like these flavored ones because it's like you want to eat them. You want to eat them, right? It's kind of scary. Like, like I, the pineapple one. The pineapple one is dope. The mango one is still my favorite. The they did the uh, the what you call it McDojo collab that they did. That's still my favorite bar, but then they haven't put them out again, and it makes me sad. But patchouli, what's patchouli? That's what a, it was. It's a hippie smell because it was like raspberry patchouli, and it sounded pretty awesome. Maybe not. Patchouli reminds me of hippie girls from the 90s. What's wrong with that? They use patchouli to cover up their stinky armpits. Oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe, you know, maybe it'll let you reminisce. 
It would re- let me reminisce. I feel like I was back in like '94 in Moscow, the nightclub, mosh into like uh, hippie girls mosh. No, but they would go. But they would go. <laughs> Is your wife a goer? They would go. They would <laughs> he, go to the club. He asked him knowingly. Check out jujitsusoapcode.com. Uh, Use the promo code JJ Radio, and you can reminisce like Sean. Or you can check out some of their newest gear, like the T-shirts, patches, hats, whatever they got. You get the hookup straight from us to you. Jujitsusoapcode.com. Also, don't forget to check out our homies over at giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio, and you will save twenty percent on orders of seventy-five or more, or ninety-nine or more. Man. I think I spend too much money on that website. That's why. So it's kind of like I just get the hookup anyway. But you can get yours too. Giraffechoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio and you will get hooked up. Get yourself the Superman hat. I think uh, we we talked the other day after uh, Herbert's win and said instead of flying knee, we're going to do a standing knee hat. (laughs) I'm like, that'd be pretty cool. I'll still have it. I'll still rock it. Standing knee, flying knee, hovering knee. Don't matter to me. I'll rock it. You can rock one too at giraffechoke.com, promo code JJRadio at checkout. And like I said, don't forget to support the podcast, all right? Go ahead and uh, hit up jujitsuradio.com. Pick up one of the shirts, the roll shirt, shut the fuck up and roll shirt. Um, I'm planning on putting a bunch of other stuff up there. You can pick up some of my artwork as well. It's all on jujitsuradio.com. Let's get the party started. Here's the deal, I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> oh man i stopped i didn't start recording soon enough damn it oh man welcome everybody no how about i start the camera too huh you should it probably should i haven't done that one in a while i haven't made that mistake in a while let's go ahead and just start recording oh man let me get my man boobs out here there we go all right man I don't know about you, but I am tired today. Yeah. We just finished rolling, too. Cheers. Salute. Oh, my hand. Oh, that's good. That is delicious. Uh, So we actually just finished training. Sean decided to stop by my school today. And... uh, you haven't trained uh, with us in a while at nighttime. You've been stopping no, by during no, the day. No. Yeah, I've been. I've been <clears throat> unfortunately, with my with my work schedule, I can't go on Tuesdays and Thursdays to Excel like I was going because we started doing podcasts on those days from work. Right. So it kind of took the the day away from me, and most nights I'm doing like. Uh, like either yoga or teaching or doing something. But um, Wednesday nights tend to be a night I can actually get away and, and do something. So um, you're still doing yoga consistently when I can. Yeah. Monday on Monday nights. I like to do it. That's good. So I was um, just thinking about that today, too. Like even before you walked in, 
I was like, man, I really do need to start doing like yoga, at least by myself, do like a couple of the little like flows that I remember and just kind of get myself moving some more like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you still do the DDP yoga at all? Once in a while, yeah. Like if, <clears throat> if I'm at home and like I'm like, oh, and I got 25 minutes, like there's there's one workout that's like 25 minutes. It's perfect. Yeah. And I'll do that one. Um if I have to, but, uh, I, I'll still do that once in a while. Yeah. Like I, I, that stuff's legit, man. No, it's legit. I like, I actually still at least like three or four times a week. We'll do the, the Hulk one, like where you reach yeah, where down you reach and back and go all to the way a T. Yeah. That one I still do like at least like a Diamond couple of times cutter. a week. Yeah. I just need that just for, um, just to kind of really get my, my body kind of like that tense to release like moment, like just, kind of opens me no up it's like bit. it's like a, it's it is it's a it's a um stress reliever it's it's a like that it releases like sometimes you just feel good when you tighten up and then loosen up it's like oh okay. well, you know what like it's funny because i like doing that and then i just start paying attention more to how animals stretch and stuff like that. you always see that like my dog always does it in the morning like right when she comes up to see me, she'll sit there. She'll do that long stretch that they do, where you see them tense up and push. Really they do the down dog, and then yeah, and then pop. That's called down dog, yeah. more or but less. Like it's that same kind of stretch where you you see them tense up and then they release and then they like shake it off. It's like oh man, it's like that's why I have to do that in the morning too. Before I get out of bed, I'll just do that tight tight stretch and then go. It kind of just hits that start to the engine. Yeah, sure. my my days during the week start at five. Like, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm. I go to the pool and I swim. Tuesdays, Thursdays, I either lift at L.A. or I'll go to um, Temple and do, uh, like, a calisthenic workout, like, with just body weight and stuff like that. But or, you're only, like, and you're doing your, your fasting and stuff, right? The, yeah, I'm not, yeah. But I you don't, don't take any supplements or anything. I mean, I take a few things. I take, like, glucosamine and I take vitamin few a few like vitamin d and and fish oil and things like that but i don't take a lot i don't take a lot i mean shouldn't you by now you should probably take centrum silver yeah <laughs> i'm gonna sign you up for the silver sneakers program Badly dude fitness. four more years i think i i qualify i think you do i think I it's 50 changed, yeah they changed the age to it yeah so what you do hey i'll take the discounts you can find yourself come on though give me give me those aarp discounts son you can get yourself uh uh, a nice, uh, well-traveled lady. That Give can... me a sugar mama. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. Actually, you know what? Sometimes I wish I could do that as a social experiment. Just really, you know, throw that fishing lure out there. Just go to, like, Boca and go to, like, to some place where you know it's, like, 50-plus and just see what happens. And there's some of, the, some of those women, they really take care of themselves. No, for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some like 50, 60 year old women like, okay. Well, you know who we were talking about you. the other day? Huh? Who, who like back in the day might have been fun? Huh? Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, I don't know if she was, uh, if she, uh, she was a goer. I don't know. She got them big fake hooters. Are they fake? You think they're fake? Oh, they're, f she's, she's 70 something years old. Those things do not stand up like that. Listen, I don't know. They, they, Is that your feet? No, that's the cables that you're kicking that you probably messed the mic up. Doubt it. No. But, I mean, like, 
Could you do that? Could you be have a sugar mama? Could I? Yeah. I'd still work. She could still pay for my stuff. Would you still work? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, because I don't. I, don't want, I, I need would. that independence. I bullshit. I don't think you would. I, she could get me a nice apartment. If you got there, some like, some I don't know. Let's say sixty. No, because I really and like I, I say this. No, listen. This hold is on. a true but story. No, I love my job. If I won the lottery, okay, now now you do. But let's let's just say we're talking hypothetically speaking here. You you snag yourself up a. 55 year old young lady who's just she came well off from her previous marriage how many millions i mean we're talking about like 500 600 million yeah no i'd still work no you wouldn't i would too shit i would be like wait a minute i get to just train all day go surf go do whatever i don't think you would i would i wouldn't I, i would like your only job is literally just to like make sure the house is clean nope and sling I won't pipe. do it. And you wouldn't? I would sling pipe, but I wouldn't make sure the house is clean. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I mean, at that point, you'd like, I don't think you'd work because you'd be like, I want to travel. You'd be like, I guess we're traveling. No, I would go on trips and I would do stuff like that. I get I get a uh, vacation with my job. <laughs> no, she wants to spend from now until it's over just traveling. For the rest of our lives? No. Until like they can't, you, she can't really like maneuver as... No, 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 no. You need, you can't do that. Why not? Like, you need a home base and you need to come back. You to can that have home a home base. base, but that's just so you can come back, chill for a week, and then off to, no, to Rome we go. I'm not that. I'm, I like to travel. I don't like to travel that much. I like to be home more. See, you say that. And I mean, like, I mean, no, I really enjoy traveling. Right. But, like, I love going to Europe. I love, you, I, you know, I love going to Brazil. But it was we're awesome. About, but but I, we're talking about private jet life. No, like five no. star, like it doesn't matter. You don't even have to. You don't even have to pack a bag because all you, you do is you show up. I'm gonna go buy some clothes, and then when you leave, like you're just gonna hand them off to somebody and just go out and do whatever. No, because you can't guarantee you'll get your sizes that you like. So, no, I don't like living out of a suitcase. I do. I don't. I did it for way too long. I mean, I did it too. Well, you did it for wrestling, but I did it just for work. Yeah, well, that, you know, it's like I just don't enjoy it. Um, I I can I can stomach it for twelve days, really, you know, maybe two weeks, but like I really just like like whenever like though if I'm gonna spend more than one day in a hotel, even if I'm spending one day in a hotel, mm. I unpack my shit. See, I'm so- I unpack it and I hang up my stuff and I put it in drawers. It's like I do not like. Fishing living. around my uh, suitcase looking for socks and underwear. Yeah, see, like, I think for me the only stress that I had living that lifestyle was the clean clothes thing. Like, not having clean clothes and where you have to sit there and spend, like, the time to go and do laundry. Like, when you're at a hotel instead of actually just going out and and enjoying everything. That was the only thing that bugged me about it. But other than that, man, I, I loved it. I loved it. I love being able to sit there. I walk into a room, I do whatever the fuck I want to do, and then I walk away, and then I never have to see that room again. So whatever mess I made, I don't give a fuck. I just keep walking. Uh, Obviously, I don't. I'm not the kind of person that like throws shit on the wall and there's blankets in like and sheets in the like the bathtub kind of lifestyle. Like I don't do that. I obviously keep it somewhat civilized, but man, just 
throw it all in the suitcase, keep moving, new city tomorrow. Like, I I love that. Nope. I every day it. it's something new. Uh, yeah, but I but it's, there's something about coming home. Yeah, it is. There's, there's something about sleeping in your own bed. See, I like sleeping in hotel beds. So do I, but... Go away for go away for ten days. I man, I've gone like two, three months. Like I've done it like two, three months in a row where like I'm gone. Right. And then when you get home and you get back to your bed with your pillows. It doesn't make it see like the difference for me is that I lived like that for a long time. That was my childhood. When we moved here, man, I was like yeah, we lived a little bit in, in Colorado and stuff, but then when we moved here I was living in and out of motel rooms. I'd like I'd live like a year in like a motel and stuff and then we were like moving around and stuff. So for me I'm used to it. To me it was like that was I grew up thinking like that's normal. You know what I mean? So for me it was just kind of like it is what like to me it was normal that we had to go fishing for our food every day. Like I literally had to go fishing every day for food. Like I didn't know anything else. So that's why like now I'm like I fucking hate seafood. I have to be really really in the mood for sushi or it has to be some fucking top level five star, like three star Michelin like type seafood. Otherwise, I'm just kind of like, ah, I'll tough through it. Like when we go to Sushiyama or whatever, like I'm just powering through that. I don't get sushi. Right, but that's what I I'm get saying. chicken. <laughs> yeah, but I like, hate fish. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like for me, it was like. Man, even like traveling with Flex, there's not that many people that can handle traveling like that, like like Flex, because we'd be gone every weekend. Every weekend we'd be gone. It would literally be we leave maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, power through like whatever expo's going on, leave Sunday night, come back Monday morning, and then bam, right to the gym, right to work, film Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, gone again Thursday. Like, and it, it's even worse when it was coming up to the Olympia. Oh man, every weekend. For like two months, three months, we were gone. And then we were gone for like a week for when he had his show in Tennessee. When he had Did the, he have to bring his food? No. They, like it, it, depending on, on what it was, if it was a, like a, an area that he knew, he knew where to go and get food and he knew that he could trust the hotel food. Otherwise, we would have uh, – we would order food from companies – like that would sponsor him or something and would have it shipped straight to the hotel. Um, but I mean, like, man, I remember he was getting ready for the Olympia and we were, we did a show in Canada and he was just, he was just fucking, he was in the zone and just didn't want to deal with anything. He was dealing with a bunch of shit. He wasn't feeling the best and stuff. And he's like, dude, order me this. And like, I ordered it and I specifically sat there and was like, listen to me. I don't want butter i don't want this i don't want that i just need these like items on the plate come back he took one bite he's like bro they fucking did it they put exactly what not so like i sat there on the phone like i'm like listen to me like you're fucking with this guy's lifestyle like like his like livelihood he can't have this food don't do it and they fucked it up again and then finally like i got like on the phone like because it was, it was like a whole big event. And it's not that he was being picky. He wasn't being like a prima donna No, no, or no, no. Just, he, he had those dietary restrictions. He can't have, yeah. yeah. So, like, we finally got the food and stuff. But, man, it's like, it, it's definitely an extra level of things that certain people wouldn't think about it. So, if you go like to. Like, no salt. Like, even a little bit of salt is bad. No, no oils, no butters. No oils, no butters, no, like, 
no greasy greasy stuff like so when they have if you ever go to a hotel that's hosting a bodybuilding competition i'm sure like you like you've been to them yeah but have you ever like stayed at the hotel like depending on the hotel if they don't have um if they don't have microwaves in the room shit hits the fan so they have to have like they'll literally put microwaves on each floor and you'll see lines of people in bathrobes tanned up in between tanning sessions like heating food the place fucking reeks of seafood and cabbage and broccoli it's just hallway all you smell like the most random fucking smells all you smell is spray on tans like hairspray nail polish and fucking seafood and broccoli and cabbage and stuff it's like the worst it's the worst and you know who the unsung heroes truly are in bodybuilding the people that put the oil on the spray tanning people they have probably the most difficult and dangerous job in bodybuilding because they're breathing in those chemicals and they're also like responsible for the spray tan so a lot of people be like i don't want that person they specifically want this one person that's done a bunch of other shows because they know they'll do it right or they know how to spray everything on right some of them look like chocolate yeah and i mean that's actually somewhat of a i don't want to say racial reason but it's a racial reason well no the darker you are the better your muscles look under the lights. Right. Now, the reason for that is because for Olympia-level lighting, it's uh, like the lighting is supposed to be set up a specific way at a specific temperature. It has to be that way. Like, that's the the just scientifically proven fact of that's how the lights need to be for these shows. So when you see people like white, then they didn't prepare or then you see some people are super dark like they still haven't figured out the right balance of what they need to be like shade wise to pop out but then you get guys that are like man like flex like flex has his dialed in like dialed in like that's the way that his like tan is supposed to be like guys like um like even like dallas like when like dallas would sit there and have his stuff pretty dialed in like anybody that's it's just lightning and thunder outside. Ah. Like, um, yeah, anybody that was, like, pro, like, had their stuff dialed in pretty well. Like, uh, what's his face? Um, Jay Cutler. Like, he had his tan dialed in. Like, and that's why he would just always look even bigger than he was. He's a big fucking dude. Yeah, he's but, a big dude. But, man, if you've never seen how those spray tans are done, I can't even begin to tell you. Well, just my buddy. Shock and awe. My buddy, Gary. Uh, he did a couple bodybuilding shows, and I was I helped him. Mm. Before they had spray tan, it was like the shellac tan. Yeah. And I had to shellac his back. Butthole and everything. Well, no, we didn't go that far. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it. So that's they do. They literally make them, <laughs> like, lean forward, stand like a certain way. You can't touch it, so they have to stand a certain way so they can, like, spread the butt cheeks. and they'll, And then they actually have to glue it. So, like, the bikinis and stuff, they're actually glued on. So, like, when they move around and stuff, it doesn't mean, like, beep. Because if they slide, you will show a butthole or your nutsack will fall out. The guys are a little bit, like, easier, obviously, like, to keep them in. Excuse me. But the girls, no, they have it glued in. 
Like one little slip, and then you they come right out. Yeah, it's funny though with those with the bodybuilding women, like when they get so lean, you can like almost see the seam of their silicone bag and their fake boobs. Oh yeah, you know a lot of them you can. A lot it's of like, them you can. It's like, ugh. it's crazy, and especially depending. And on they the always get them so big, like like come it's on. All of, it's all about proportions. It's all about proportions. Yeah, just, just like if they would just get normal sized boobs. Just get normal sized boobs. No, I mean it depends. Again, it depends on the division, like and how they do it and stuff. So it it really comes down to proportions and stuff. But I'm no expert in bodybuilding. I just know the little bit that I learned. Like I mean, sometimes I miss the craziness of the lifestyle, but it's crazy. And there's a lot of crazy people out there that are professional bodybuilders. But man, yeah, back to the main subject. Yeah, we were traveling a lot, and it's like for me, it was like running to airports like running between flights and this that and the other and it was just uh, it was a fucking blast because then afterward be on the like on the way home and like fuck we just want to get home and then monday see no but i mean we'd be like just want to get home sometimes right but then like afterwards like oh this is gonna be fun like like just to sit there be back monday talk about it and then it's like wednesday we're leaving again but what's fun what's like it's what's fun is getting home relaxing and then you get and get excited about the next trip until you hit that like you hit that plateau where you're like oh see like i I take it back because it's not so much like i just want to get home it's like i just want to get in a bed it was really just that i just want to get in a bed and not move for a few hours that's really what it is i mean he's got video of me like passed out in south korea with basketball shorts over my face to block out the sunlight like, I was like, I was that tired. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't disagree with you for sure. Like, some people can't handle it. For me, I just kind of loved it. I love that. I, I enjoy it, but I enjoy it in spurts. Yeah. It's like, I can, I can you know, I can do weekend jaunts and I can do, I can do two-week jaunts. But, like, but if you had the kind of money where, like, I'm just going to rent a house for, like, two weeks in fucking Japan. And I'm going to rent a house in for a month in Australia and stuff. Well, I can work remotely. See? So then you would do it. I would travel, but yeah, but like I do, you know, there's only there's certain places I want to see. I don't want to go everywhere. Like I, I there's certain, Like what's your number one spot you have to go to before you die? Number one like well, place or thing I want to do. Let's do one of each. Okay, so if I was to say the place that I want to go before I die, it would have to be Japan. Just anywhere in Japan? Well, I want to. I want to like. I want to see Mount Fuji. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I want to go to Tokyo, and I like. I'd like to spend some real time in Japan and like. Immerse. Like you live there for like a month. Well, not even. I don't even need a month, but like, like I'd, I I want to spend time in the areas and then like move on right so i'd really like to go to japan i would love to do like the instant inua walk from one side to the other yeah that i don't think i would want to do i would want to do that but i would do that um i have two bucket list things that i know for sure that i want i i have on my bucket list two of them the two that i want for sure is i want to see uh the northern lights aurora borealis okay but wait we said a place and like like thing like that you want to do so like the place is Japan just Japan. Well, I can't see Aurora Borealis from Japan. So if it's just the place and knock something off my bucket list, it's gonna have to be Iceland. 
Yeah, I'm actually looking at the flights. They're, they had flights the other day for two fifty. Yeah, they're 300. pretty cheap. For weird, for some reason, Not it's cheap matter. to go to. Uh, Depending on the time Iceland. of the year. But I want to go where I can because they have these like igloo things that you can stay in yeah. with glass roofs, so you can mm-hmm. watch the. Uh, Aurora Borealis. Aurora, 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 Aurora Borealis or the Northern Lights for those of you that. Uh, yeah. So I, that's if that's one thing I want to do, that would be it. See, for me, like. I think the the number one thing I want to do, I think right now it would be like I definitely want to do like the, the Iceland thing, too. Like that's a number one on my list, but. Like to do like that, I want to say that I did this. I want to like climb either some like El Cap or climb like one of the those like. Um, no, I'll, I'll I'll climb Kilimanjaro. You wouldn't want to Africa. do that. Why not? You wouldn't want to. Do it's that. a hike. That's what's cool about Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Is you just walk up the side. No, of the I want to climb, climb like. No, I don't. Climb I want to climb like that or like one of those like uh, the sandstone like giant things in uh in utah like just one of those big like tom cruise and yeah yeah like literally like that kind of like tower like i want to do that um and then to go it's kind of japan it's it's um there's an island off of japan about 45 minutes away from uh from japan that's um it's an inactive volcano and it's considered like probably like the darkest place to be at uh, in the world at night. That's like the best place to like stargaze because there's, I think there's only something like a hundred people that live on that Island. And then at night they just shut off the lights and everything, obviously cause they don't have the power and you can see everything, everything like you don't. Well, that's why a- they have that in Hawaii. That's why they want to put that, uh, the observatory. There, right. Yeah. But we're talking about like, even less people than what they have there in Hawaii. Like there is nobody in there and it's considered like the best place on earth to go and do like stargazing. So just be out there and just be, just sit there. Like I want to be out there for like a week. Like I've been watching all sorts of videos and stuff like that of people going out there. There's, it looks like a beautiful place. There's actually a little spot that you can go and um, they cook using the heat from the volcano that's still there. So like they literally have these grills and like they put stuff in there, close it, and it's. There's an island. Is it in? I can't remember if it's in China, or Japan. There's an island where tourists go and they get buried in the volcanic sand at the beach. Yeah. That's like warm. So like you bury yourself in. No, this... I think it's like up north. It's in Europe someplace. I know what you're talking about. No, no, no. This is this is Japan. It's either Japan or China. It's in the south. Mm-hmm. It's in the like it's an active, yeah they cover you with like the ashes and stuff. No like, no no it's not ash it's the actual beach sand. But because mm-hmm. the magma is so close, it's still and he it heats up the sand so it's like it's like a like a sand bath. Yeah, and like people people pay like you should see the amount of people that do it. Oh I believe it. It's like you can't like and they pay people to bury them. Like you get you pay the people to bury you. Yeah, and it's like. All you see is these heads sticking out of mm-hmm. the of the beach. It's you know what would be funny. cool. I want to go to that. Um, there's the I, th- I want to say it's either off of Australia, or it's off of like Africa, like Madagascar or something. That island where they had the Kuoka, the little like tiny like furry creatures that smile. 
You ever seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that no one's allowed to touch them. Like you see people taking selfie with them and they're like the happiest animal ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to go do that. I just want to get a selfie with one of them. I think it's Australia. I think so. That'd be cool as shit to do. Um, listen, we got a bunch of stuff we actually got to go over. Yeah, now that everybody's uh-huh. tuned out from listening to us talk about bullshit. We actually got a lot of shit to go over. Um, first of all, shout out to Herbert Burns. Boom. Congratulations. I'm so I, I, went, I was there at Combat Club today. Yeah. And uh, Herbert was late. Oh, there's a surprise. As for a reason. Somebody broke his window in his car. Shut up. Yeah. So um, what well, they take? Nothing. He said he didn't take anything. He didn't keep. He doesn't keep anything in yeah. his car. So, um, remember when people used to steal radios though? Fucking scum. Nobody back. steals radios anymore. No, because well, you know what? Remember back in the day, you know when we were youngins, the radio was detachable, so you could just yank it straight out. It would literally have a handle that you could just take Alpines. it out. Yeah. If you had an Alpine, you were the shit. Um. So uh. We were talking and he's and he feeling. I go, you feeling good? He goes, yeah. I go, you didn't take anything. He goes, just his soul. Just his soul. <laughs> that apparently I didn't know, but apparently that dude was talking shit. Oh everywhere. no, he was talking mad shit. He said him. that Herbert didn't deserve to be in the UFC. Really? Yeah. I guess he's taking that back now. Yeah. Huh? Apparently Herbert deserves. Dude, that. Sh- did you watch the fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see how fast and smooth that shot was? Yeah. It was like. It was poetic, that shot. Listen, man, the last thing you want to do is piss off Herbert. Like, he's a pretty, like, determined person to begin with. But when you, like, give him reason, like, oh, okay. Like, that's, you're not going to get the nicest Herbert. That's for sure. So, but that knee was nice. He just timed it perfect, too. But you know what's funny is when you see the highlights, it, like, looks like he's getting worked. But he didn't take anything. I know. He took, like, one, like, right hook or something like that. And then he's just like... Whoa. And his body kicks to that kid. Yeah. Listen, all I know is that he made it on ESPN the next morning. So, congratulations to him. It's funny. He posted a, a photo. I, re, uh, I reposted it on uh, my Sunder Marketing. Um, some uh, magazine or whatever, like, uh, I guess, news outlet in Brazil took one of my photos that i have of him that i took like a long time ago and posted it. i was like bro why wouldn't you tell me of course i'm gonna share it so it's pretty cool it's always fun to see that um is that like i totally forgot i even had that photo. I was like it's a nice fucking photo who took that oh that's right i did yeah it's a nice photo so congratulations to him um congratulations also to jaceus for the grand opening this yeah. past weekend uh for fight sports deerfield beach we went out there to the DS Sportsplex, which, by the way, did you see their logo? Did you see the DS Sports uh, Sportsplex logo? Yeah, it reminds me of, like, my logo. Why don't you go ahead and look it up again if you uh, if you missed it? No, it reminds me of, like... Yeah, it reminds you of my logo. No, the brand for... Um, what is it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. For Target, the sports brand. Sports brand. Yeah, it's like C9 or something like that. I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't get my sports gear uh, from Target. Well, then you're missing out because they make quality. Do they? Stuff. Let me see. I'll show you the the logo. Um, If you look it up. Oh, come on. Fucking, of course. Last time I was at the DS Fightplex, or 
Sportsplex. It was for XFN fights where we that had the, the riots. Yeah, where shit went haywire. It <laughs> went they, sideways. He never went back there again? Uh, No, but not because of that. It was just... Uh, yeah, DS Sportsplex. Does yeah. that second half not look familiar to you? Sports the Sportsplex. I've there's a lot of things that have it have that. Come on, bro. A lot of things have that. No, son. Yes. No. Yeah, you guys didn't do another fight back there again. Not yet. I actually rolled with uh, with Daniel the other day, and like, man, his hand is fucked up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's funny. He's like, yeah, just be careful with this. I was like, oh, that's funny. That's the same finger I snapped. But then I saw like the, the big like, scar the down. The big scar was like, yeah, I didn't. Dude, that I part. saw that scar right after he had it done, and it had the stitches in it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get why. Like, what happened? Like the the ligament snapped. It broke and then it froze. Like it didn't. His uh, finger froze. Yeah. So it's not and then he had to have two surgeries because the first one, the guy, whoever did it, it they screwed up. I would have sued the shit out of him. If you make my hand permanently stuck like that. For sure, I'm sure. I told him to cut it off. He said they can't because the way it, the ligament is, they'd have to cut into his hand. Yeah. No, there's that's the why I didn't get this rebroken to get fixed or this rebroken to fix. For for whatever reason, like when it comes to your fingers, excuse me, in your hand, damn it, um, certain things you can't do because like once this is triggered, like in the muscles stuck like that, you can't just do it. Like it has to have an anchor point. You know what I mean? So you can't stretch it out yeah. and be there. Cause then if you do that, all this is, even though it's not all directly connected, you won't be able to move it. So if you cut this off and this has no anchor point, then there's no basis to come everything else off. So even like here, one of the ones that gets fighters the most is there's ligaments that go right over the knuckles. Yep. So if one of those snaps, man, you're fucking done. You can't punch because that's actually a tiny bit of cushion. So, like, you can see it on mine just because my hand is so skinny. Like, you see it right there. Like, if that snap, like, you'd be fucked. You'd be oh, my left fucked. hand is wrecked. From today? I, no, from uh, oh, sounds like it's about Sunday at, at yeah. I don't know what I did to it. I can tell what you did. You rolled with Cyborg. No, what, I don't think it was with Cyborg that I heard it. Can't remember with with who I heard it, but like it's definitely that like right up in there. Yeah. It's like like I I want and if I do a choke and I t- twist and mm. oh my god, it hurts. Yeah. So yeah, but that role was fun. Yeah, you guys had a, a fun role to watch. Yeah, man. it's always fun to watch like cyborg like train and stuff. I wanted to ask him like a couple of questions, but he was a little bit busy. So he's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's always like, fun to be around. And here's the thing with, with, with like there's some people that like have a following and like you can't understand the following. Yeah. Like you're like why do people like this guy? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. With Cyborg it's it's the exact opposite. You you go no wonder everybody follows this guy. No you know no wonder he, he it's like how does he not have more people yeah. that follow? He's just a, he's just an overall positive and just smart and and a good dude, man. He's a genuinely nice person. Um, and it's funny because 
it's not like I'm saying like I haven't hung out with the guy. I mean, like I've sat there and I like literally went and had dinner with the guy before like ADCC, and there was never any inkling. If I sat there and sat with someone and I felt like oh this person is just putting up a persona, like I'd call him out. Like I'd sit there and say it like yeah okay this guy's just he's just doing it for for the gram kind of thing. No, Cyborg is a legit good person and a you know genuine what? person. Yeah, too. and like everybody that was there, like I mean for the most part, I mean we knew each other. Like everybody was super chill. We but Jay Z, it's like it's cool to see that everybody like Jay Z. It's like people don't like we don't see it as Jay Z, but Jay Z is a friggin' legend yeah. in MMA. He's a legend. But the um, thing is, is that I it was, and it's but it's good to see him get something that's yeah. his own. Yeah, you know. I think I think it's one of those things. It's it's. It's cool to see someone like just develop to a, a different set of maturity on like the next stage in life kind of thing, but it hasn't stopped him competing. You know what I mean? Like he's no, still he'll competing. Never, I don't think he'll ever stop uh, for competing. sure. But like to to see uh, this is a side of Jay Z that most people haven't seen, like that businessman side, the one that wants to actually create something to further his legacy in a positive way. So it's really cool to see. And it was fun to be out there. Um, good to roll with a couple of people, roll with Felipe. Um, who else did I roll with? I rolled with Mario. I haven't seen Mario in like two or three years. Um, and then Nick, Nick tried to act like he didn't know, like, remember me, Nick, his kid. Oh, Nicholas. Yeah. Like, he's like, I don't remember him. I was like, just because of that, I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, I'm going to whoop your ass for sitting there and acting like you don't remember me. So, like... Yeah, when you say Nick, it's like I don't know him as Nick. Yeah. I know him as Nicholas. So, it was cool. It was cool to see him. It was fun, man. Um, so, congratulations to, to Jay-Z. Um, another... Well, we got a couple of different developments. Let's go through the easy one. You see uh, Mikey went for broke. Mike, Mike, Mikey became a meme. Mikey became a meme. I think it's probably like the third time that he's become he's, a meme. It's the absolute Ludo one that's like yeah. making the rounds. It's like can we can we discuss that? By the way, that guy was a dick. Why? He did a few times where he dropped on Mikey. Yeah. So that's my thing, right? I and then he tried to just put his forearms into it. Come dude, that, on, but dude. that's what I'm saying. Like that's the shit that pisses me off. That's not a legit black belt in my book. I don't think he's a legit black belt, and I'll say it to his face. Like I would roll with him. I like, wouldn't say that to anybody's face. I would say it to his face because it's like that's not jujitsu. Like, so why don't you just go do well, sumo the, then? Well, just go do sumo. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is this is. It was Dick, and I'm and and I will say that about the guy. He he was being a dick. Right. Um. What I won't say is I won't say that he's not a legit black belt because. It is near impossible to pass Mikey's guard. No, I'm not. Gordon sure. Gordon Ryan couldn't no, he, pass his guard. Yeah, no, he he talked about it when they trained before. He's yeah, like, that kid was pissing me off. Yeah, you. It's Mikey. Like and Mikey's abilities. But my thing is, I'm not saying any. I'm not using his role against Mikey as a relative to his skill. What I'm saying is, it should be almost embarrassing for someone to be performing at that high level in a sport 
and be that big when instead of doing technique, you're just doing that bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's, well, that pissed me off. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's But what, that doesn't mean he's not legit. He just, like... But, I mean, are you going to sit there and really tell me, like, okay, what you did was jujitsu when you well, sit there and here's just throw the thing, your weight his, on him? His, his jujitsu wasn't working. What what happened? What do you do when your jujitsu doesn't work? But if work? you sat there and you... If I would, I would keep trying to do different passes. Right. But at a certain point, I'm sure, because I've rolled with Mikey, at a certain point, you get frustrated and you go... Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna try something I just, else. I just don't. I would never I would never drop on Mikey. I would try to maybe cartwheel over him or do something but really like, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That but like, I would never drop like dude, he was four hundred pounds. Mikey was what, hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty five? Yeah. Like that's so what he's I'm saying. Three like, three like, of him. I don't I And he had to do that? I just that's what I'm saying. Like I haven't then you clearly don't have the skills to be competing there. Because if that's what you're gonna sit there and do instead of sitting there like maybe I'll step up my game even more. No, I'm just going to go. I was impressed with the fact that he found a gi that big. That was the other thing that people were discussing. They want to know where the fuck he gets his gis from. Because that was. That's an A7. That's an A7 at least. And it was a show you roll. Yeah. I think it was a knockoff show you roll. No, I think I think Bear would call him out if he was wearing like a fake show you roll gi. I don't know if he would. I think he would. Especially I don't know because he was going the, up against another show your roll. The, the show your roll badge on the shoulder was super huge. Yeah. And it was a Ruka Gi. And I'm like, that dude's 400 pounds. He was at well, least. The new, the new ones have like the bigger, they have a bigger patch. Yeah, but they're not the new Rukas? Yeah. When's the last time a Ruka came out? No, they have a new one that, that like they have like a big patch. The new show your roll? No, no. It's like, it was it was just huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the new ones have a big, big logo. I don't know. I regardless. Either way, I have. It looked like an A seven, right. dude. He's four hundred pounds. He looked like he's six four. I don't know how big he is. Yeah. But like, did you see the other fat boy in the in the blue belt division? They got worked. Oh, by that little guy got the yeah. with the uh, with the spider Arbor. guard. Yeah. But he had a spider guard on no, him. No, he went from Dela Hiva, and then like the kid like picked him up and like slammed him back down. The kid just popped up perfectly. Yeah, and, tur- and turned for it. So yep. shout out to that. Yeah, man. that was an awesome. So price like, and then the the Ali match was crazy. Oh my gosh, that's one of those matches that'll last forever. I missed. I, there was something I saw it somewhere. And I want to see if I can find it where... Like, Mikey almost got to his back, and you could tell he yeah. was doing everything to keep him. Because if, if Mikey would have gone to the back, it would have been a different story. Well, he would have gotten the four points, and he would have been up six to two. Um, I looked like... I, there, somebody said that there's an in, there's an interview somewhere with Ali mm. that says what it was like to, to, to roll, with Mikey? roll with Mikey. I'm going to have to hunt that down then. So... And what's... Mikey's to that point now where he's a he's a jujitsu superstar. I don't think he's gotten to the. Peak. He is a, he he he's, no, he's slowly, not he's not a, he slowly he may not be at the peak like he may not be a Gordon Ryan. I think, but he there. is a and it's, and dude that went even though he did not win the absolute the fight with the big dude and then the the fight with Ali. Those were the biggest stories. He almost had Ali's back. Did you back. see like his interview after? No. So basically, he, man, I got so excited when I heard him say this, but he was like basically saying he's like, I don't care anymore. He's like, I do not care. Like, 
you can give me absolutely anybody. He's like, any size, any weight, does not matter. I want everybody. Like, he, he literally just, like, just does not matter. It's like, give me anybody. So, man, I'm curious to see the kind of matches. Can you imagine him against, like, Hulk? In a gi? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I think he would probably sit there, and at this point, he's going to sit there and go for Nogi stuff, too. I don't know. So, Eddie, it's Nogi's where the money is. Mikey should start doing Nogi shit. So, this is the main development of the aftermath of IBJJF Europeans. It upset uh, Gordon Ryan. Did you see this? Gordon Ryan was very upset. He um, he stated that oh the Americans the couldn't Americans, do it. Americans couldn't do it, and he was depending on Keenan Keenan Cornelius to bring it home or to keep it safe for the Americans, and he couldn't depend on him. Even though Keenan Keenan got golden weight, uh, silver in absolute, so he's like. I'm going to be competing full-time again in 2020. You guys are going to have to wait until 2021. So Gordon Ryan technically is out of retirement now. I don't think he was ever going to be retired. I don't think he was ever out of retirement, but it's pretty funny to see like him respond to that. And he's been training Gee. So maybe he's going to throw something extra in. Maybe that's mix. what he's doing. Maybe that's what he wanted to take a year to really concentrate on. Would it be crazy if he signed up for PANS? Just so he can qualify to do world's gi, and he's gonna go compete in the world's gi. Um, or would he? He wouldn't even do that. Yeah, he, he has to qualify. Yeah, at the very least. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you do pans, you might as well end up going in there. If you win pans, at adult, you're basically into to gi worlds, right? I got, I, yeah, I. Part of me, people, and my dog is not eating. So uh, did he eat something and clogged up? His... Well, his, his stomach apparently is making noises. So did he eat something that might have clogged? No, up? no, no. But we, we had a new development. So, you know, I, I don't need to break the change the subject here. Yeah. Um, You know, he's old. Yeah. He's going to be 15 in April. Yeah. And uh, Tracy took him to the vet on Saturday and they said, well, here's here's what you got. Um, you can do this. There's a couple drugs. Mm. So like when you get older, your, your joints get less viscous and more watery. Yeah. So there's this drug that you can give him mm. and it'll make his joints, uh, viscous again, the, yeah. the joint fluid viscous, but you're going to take a year off his life. So if you have three years, you're going to have two cause it's really hard on the hard kidneys on the, on the, yeah. in the liver. Or we can start giving him steroids and Every four to six months, he'll need a new shot. And it may not take any time off of his life because he's so old. Um, so you're juicing your dog. He's, he's on the juice. <laughs> and Tracy said there's, she's noticed already. Like what was happening, he was eating and his back hips would like hip dip. dysplasia? Not dysplasia, just weak. Yeah. He was weak. Now he's eating... He's juiced to the gills. He's, ju he's juiced. He got his first shot Saturday, so probably another four to six months we'll give him another shot. Yeah, and Zelda, my dog, is uh, she's kind of been having a rough go lately, too. Like, she's been randomly throwing up. She just, like, she'll eat and maybe, like, randomly throw up out of no reason whatsoever. So it's tough. It's tough when they get old, man. 
Yeah. It definitely, like, it, it hurts because you feel like, damn, like, there's nothing I can do. When she was telling me about the um, the drug that would take a year off his life, I got upset. Yeah. Like, I started, like, choking up yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Yeah. My, um, my sister and her husband, like, they had a dog, and Ellie, and she started getting, like, her stomach just started to drop. Like, all of a sudden, it was huge. And then it turns out, like, she was, like, fluid. It was, like, getting into, like, her stomach. So, they, like, they did the same thing. They gave her, like, a bunch of, like, medications and stuff. And, like, it helped out. But then she'd be, like, lethargic. And then it started coming back worse. And then it was, like, heart murmur and all this stuff. It's like, man. Like, and there was a rescue race dog. It's like, man, that's fucking tough. He, it hit him pretty hard. Like, I, man, hopefully it doesn't happen to Zelda anytime soon, but. Man, like just a well, no, I that. know with Petey being fifteen, I'm, we're on borrowed time. Yeah, for sure. He's a, he's a mutt though, so he he's got you know better genetics, better genetics to live longer. But at the same time, I know it's still limited. Yeah, it's still limited. It's he's not six anymore. He's not seven, nine even. Yeah. You know, listen, like my last dog, he was a fucking piece of shit. That dog was a piece of shit because he should have died at like eight or nine and he lived until he was like 15 that dog lasted for fucking ever like that dog would not die <laughs> like he just literally would not die man my dad must have like made the drive to the vet like eight times like eight times like drive to the vet and then like stop and turn around i'm like what is this dog still doing alive man he's like i couldn't do it i couldn't do it. i'm like I had to literally, I would have to pick him up every night, take him outside, go to the bathroom, pick him up, and bring him back. Like every night I would have to do that. I would do that for my dog. For Easy. sure. I would do that too. But man, that dog hated me. I hated him and I still treated him well. He got the last laugh though. <laughs> he fucking got the last laugh and gave me a big fuck you before he went away. Way to shit in your bitch. He beat actually on my guitar twice. Like I was so angry. Like, man, that dog fucking peed on my guitar. But the night that we were re- that we released, they were celebrating the release of, like, the first album I ever produced, like, when I was still at FAU. We had a big album release party. Like, it was huge. We were having a blast. Halfway through, I got a phone call from my sister. Oh, the dog died. I'm like, you fucking asshole. You couldn't let me have it. Like, you couldn't have waited a day. You couldn't have waited 12 hours. You had to die right now. She's like, oh, do you want us to wait to, like, bury him? I was like, no, bury him. Like, I was like, why? Why are you going to sit there and hold on to him like, bury him? Like, you know, we had our time. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. Okay, so back to it. So Gordon's coming back. Never left. He's got a bunch of, like, fights already planned out. Um. This is the big one. This is the big one that hit on Sunday. And you left before I could bring it up to you. Helsing Gracie was arrested oh, and it. accused of drug trafficking. Drug in trafficking. So he would he flew from L.A. to Sao Paulo. From Sao Paulo, he jumped on a bus to go back home, and they stopped the bus and they had the dogs running around the bus and they found a bunch of different types of cannabis products um, in his bag. And they sat there and put two and two together and said, oh, this guy is drug trafficking. He brought it from the U.S. So they arrested him on the spot. Um, They were talking about, like, 
it was uh, he faced 15 years in jail. Helson Gracie, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, Arrow does not play. But listen, here's the funny part. Today or the last couple of days, um, it was dismissed. He's out, like hands free, like nothing happened. Like, all right, it's awesome being a Gracie in Brazil, right? Well, here's the thing. First of all. I said it as soon as I read that, like, nothing is going to happen to him. Nothing is going to happen to him. Like, and whoever the cop is that did that, he's in a shit storm right now for sure. Because he probably thought he got his fucking golden ticket. He's like, oh, I just busted a Gracie. I don't give a fuck who you are. I busted a Gracie with a bunch of drugs. Your shit is going down. I'm going to be a fucking star. I'm going to be the cop that took down a Gracie. And then they're like... Yeah, it doesn't work that way. You know, uh, Henzo? Yeah, him and Bolsonaro are like this. He, Henzo managed to, he introduced Bolsonaro to the Sheik in Dubai that basically invested billions of dollars into Brazil's economy. So do you really think that a family member of that family that did that for Brazil and is like this with the president is going to sit there and let that slide. Ooh. You must be out of your fucking mind. Like, Hanzo is probably like, bro, the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I, what's funny is I hear, I hear Helson is like the outcast. Yeah. Of the family. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's just because he's a Gracie and they take care of their families. But even yeah. then, it's like, they regardless of whatever they would have to take care of him because of the name like they can't have the name get scarred by that kind of stuff so for sure like they're gonna take care of him but even then so this is the other reason the their semi i don't i wouldn't call it a cover-up but like his other escape plan actually kind of worked out in his favor and it turns out that um i guess their drug awareness like task force or whatever the hell it is it's called Envisa. they passed a law in december which basically makes it okay for um, medicinal cannabis so i think they kind of use that as the loophole workaround saying like oh well yes he has he said it's for medicinal uses and he got it in the u.s when he came here well, if he's got a medical card, here. if he's got a medical card in the U.S. Right. So it's like, oh, well, it'll count for here, too. And they just fucking let him slide. Well, whatever. But man, not surprised in the least. How bad do you think that cop is sweating right now? Eh. They, they never mentioned like who it was that arrested him. It probably doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. They, they, and, and here's the thing. They might not have known who he was. No, they knew who he was. They He's not a Henzo level like celebrity. But when they look. Like, let's see your ID. Oh, Gracie. Oh, like what? The jujitsu. Yeah, guy? but Gracie could be like Jones over there. No. You don't know? No. You know that it's not the case. You don't know. You know it's not the case. Um. So, yeah, he's he's out. He's fine. Nothing's going to happen to him. I still think that that cop probably is definitely shitting his pants a little bit. He's probably sitting out uh, doing night duty behind a desk is what I'm assuming. Um. The other thing, do you see the uh, the little back and forth with, between Whaley Zhang and Joanna Junjacek? No. So, you know they're fighting? Uh, Next month in March, rather, I did I think. not know they were fighting. March or February, I forget what it is. Zhang anyway. is the champ, right? Zhang is the she's champ. The, she's the little... The Asian, like, Chinese girl. Jacked little... Yeah. 
So Joanna trying to do her little trolling and sharing a photo that somebody photoshopped. So there's a poster of Whaley like standing there and Joanna's in the back and somebody photoshopped a gas mask on Joanna. So, you know, playing fun of the whole coronavirus thing that's going on right now. And she like uh, Whaley started getting like offended. She's like, oh, you shouldn't be making fun of a serious like problem. People are dying and stuff. It's like, well, well, most people aren't dying. Yeah. Most people get very like sick. No, they don't even get sick. It's like very slight symptoms. Well, no, there's like it can quickly turn into pneumonia. But even then, it's a fight troll. The fight troll is going to sit there and do what like, it's going to do. And she didn't do anything racist. It's not racial. I don't mean, hey, it's kind of like an issue. Like, maybe you should talk to your people. Like, because if you look at what caused this whole thing, it's pretty disgusting. Like, are you guys still going back and forth? Yeah, he's not taking his medicine now. Oh, well. He normally takes it in cheese. Well, he's probably full because now he's eating again. No, he's, he, has, he isn't eating. He, has, uh, he didn't eat tonight. So that's that's the problem is tonight he's not eating and his stomach's making all kinds of noises. Yeah, maybe he's probably just getting like diarrhea or something. He probably shit himself in a little bit. Yeah, probably. But um, so kind of going off of the thing with the with the whole uh, coronavirus. Did you see the conspiracy that's out now? Which one? About the uh, the company in uh, China. The biomedical company that's there. Don't the, dude. I don't know if you know this. They just they built host they they built a hospital in five days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that's how many people are infected. Have you seen the live map? No. There's a live map that's tracking all the like the reported infections. It's fucking everywhere. It's everywhere. Have you ever heard of the game? Um, or is it Plague? I think it's called Plague Inc. You ever played this? No. Download it. It's a fun fucking game. So basically, this is how the zombie apocalypse starts. But all right, we'll get into that. But download Play Inc. because it's a fun game where basically you are. It simulates like you get to create a virus and you like schedule out like when it does like the symptoms show and like the death rate and stuff like that. So you see how it spreads and like around the world. And it's fairly like accurate on how it would do it. So that's kind of like the joke right now. It's like experts will know that like the hardest part will be Madagascar is infecting Madagascar. It's like, so it's a joke, but it's a fun game. Download it. Anyway, with that being said, with what you're about to say, there's a company located in Wuhan that is specifically created for biomedical research. So like diseases and stuff. Would you be afraid if I told you that they just so happened to have their logo be the same logo as the Umbrella Corp from there's, Resident there's Evil? There's no way. You want to see it? There's no way. And then it gets even better because uh, I forget like what it is, but like their, their whole name is an anagram, which is the same as Raccoon City. Which is the city that the outbreak There's started. There's no way that they did this. It's yeah. not real. Yes, it's real. I it's looked it up. Real. It's real. <laughs> Look it up. Check this out. Uh, let me see. Let me pop it up because I posted it today. The one on the left is the logo in the company in China. The one on the right is the one from the video game. 
It's a hundred percent real. That's ridiculous. How nuts is that? That it just so happened that the company that I mean, it's not saying that they released it, but it happened in your city. Maybe well, someone the, got away with a little test, like beep, beep. the stories that I'm reading or actually listen to them on audible it's called zombie fallout uh-huh. it's incredible it's an incredible series i'm on book eight but it's like a like a story like a radio story kind of thing N- well no it's just books that audio uh audible uh, yeah on audible and um the uh the thing is is like you keep talking i'm getting a drink yeah it's like it's it's not it wasn't the disease <laughs> That infected everybody. It was the vaccination no. that infected everybody. Like it mixed and that set it off? Yeah, like the the vaccination was tainted. Uh, that would be a genius fucking play. That would be a power play. If you like, could create a fake virus that makes everybody sick and be like, oh, just take this vaccine and it'll make you feel better. Well, in the, in the book, it was the flu. Everybody was getting right. the flu. It was the swine flu, H1N1. Mm-hmm. And they found... they And... And uh, they they rushed out a uh, a vaccination, and the vaccination was tainted. And a day after you got the vaccination, you became a zombie. That's fucked up. Which is cool because I don't take vac- vaccinations. Yeah, you're an anti-vaxer. I, no, it's not so much that as just I would like everybody gets flu shots. I don't get flu shots because I want my body to fight the antibodies naturally yeah but not everybody is, has a strong immune yeah, system i i yeah i i tend to have I a told very you i had my first flu shot in forever it was last year i fucking paid for it yeah i will never get a flu shot i think it actually did me pretty good because i got sick a lot less last year compared to how i was getting sick all the time i only got sick yeah like you're once. the opposite of wolverine yeah, you get sure. sick all the time. No, I definitely have a compromised immune system, but that's a big thing actually, because like um, there's a lot of people that don't realize they might actually have an immunodeficiency problem. There's a lot of that stuff, like like hemophilia and stuff like that. That's all like immune deficiency uh, problems. But speaking of podcasts, I started listening to one about. Um, it's called Monster. And they have, like, this is the third season, so they have about, like, different, like, either serial killers and things like that. I think, like, the first one was the Zodiac Killer, and it was pretty well done. Right. It was, like, cool. They talk about it. They interview different cops and stuff like that. And then the one I'm on now is about the DC Sniper. Oh, Remember the, black the DC? Dude, yeah, yeah the two kid. people. Yeah. It was this kid. Man, it is fucked up. I didn't know all those details. That's, he, th- like... It was an anomaly because black men aren't known to be serial killers. Yeah, but like the details of how they were going about everything, like like the setting that up got on shot. on on highways. You mean and right, and then but also like what was put out there information wise, and then they actually had found cards that like the the first card that they found was like a death card or whatever. And the police weren't supposed to release it. Like, it said on the card, do not release to the public or to the press. And, like, some asshole leaked it out to a to a writer. And it says, like, uh, what the hell did he write? I forget what the first part was. And then the second part was, call me God. And then, do not release to press. And, like, they just left it there. And then the second card that they left for another killing is, like, in front of a Ponderosa or something like that. 
was um, it said, oh, fuck, what did it say? It left, um, he said, like, call me God and, like, five red stars and, like, oh, um, hello, police officer or, like, Mr. Officer and then call me God and then the five stars and, like, specifically left there for for it. Do you know what their demands were? It was the dumbest fucking thing. If you that's what you're doing, it was the dumbest fucking thing. And they literally screwed themselves over. They probably would have gotten away with a shit ton more murders if they hadn't done this. Their whole thing was like leave um leave some like millions of dollars in this bank account under this person and activate the pin and make it so we can access it from anywhere in the world. Like we, 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 and then this like that the bank account stuff like that. Like, you fucking dummy. Do you not think they're going to be able to, like, track credit card transactions from around the world? You think you're really going to get away with it? So, there, it's only up to episode, like, five or six for now. It sounds like there's going to be a bunch more. But, man, the details are fucking nuts. You got to listen to it. Yeah, it's that's, that's, that sounds interesting. I um, It's like watching. Did you watch the uh, Manhunter uh, Unabomber? On no, Netflix, no, it's yeah. so good. It is so good. Um, I think Tom is the one that told me to watch it, and I did. And it was like it was incredible. And actually, like it actually makes you kind of feel sorry for the Unabomber. Oh yeah, because he got his brain nuked, right? Yeah, in college by yeah. by the feds, by yeah. by CIA. Yeah. So like they tried. To, I think they they were trying to make sleeper agents. Yeah. And they, you know, fucked it up. They fucked up. The worst is that study that they did in the university where they did the cops. Yeah, and, and, and uh, the prison yeah, guards and the, the prisoners. prisoners. Yeah, that one's fucked up. That one, and there's the other one. Like, for people that don't know, so there's there was a study. Uh, I want to say it had to be like Harvard or something, right? No, 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 no. It was, it was at, I think it was Berkeley. Right, yeah, Berkeley. So, basically, this professor got a bunch of students together, and he split them up into groups. And he's like one set of groups were going to act as prison guards and the other ones were to act as prisoners. And they actually built like a little makeshift prison. And I think it was within like two days. Not even. It was was like it was like almost immediately. Yeah. Like the the students who were issued to be prison guards started displaying like just disturbing characteristics of like God complex and like beating the hell out of these like other college students for no reason whatsoever, just because they could. And they had that, that will of power. It's pretty crazy. Like if you, if you look at the details, but the other one was the, the one where they had the interviews where there was like the person in the other room that they couldn't see. And like, if they answered wrong, they would shock, they would shock them, but it was all fake. There was nothing connected. And the person kept on saying like, shock them. Like, oh, no, it's like, I'm telling you to shock them. So it shows how far people were willing to go just to listen to someone who they think has authority. So they're like sitting there doing like cranking it up to 11 and juicing someone in the other room that obviously wasn't getting electrocuted. It was like, those are fucked up, man. Those are fucked up. And those are the ones that we know about. Who knows yeah. what other ones are out there that they like. Well, that whole thing about men who scare, stare at goats. Yeah. That's supposed to. That's, no, that's real. real stuff where they try to teach these guys. I forget. Like, who, 
I forget what podcast I listened to, but they had the actual guy that was head of that program. Like they interviewed him and stuff. It's on there. I got to find it. It's actually pretty good. Like it's pretty good. Like where the, the, he talks, he says like all the names of the programs and like how it developed and stuff like that. Like they thought that they could run through walls. Like, yeah. Like they literally were like studying and like preparing to be able to run through walls. And they really thought that they could do it. Like, man. I mean, listen, there was a, the CIA used to drug each other with uh, LSD. acid. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the I worst know, is man. The, the, the worst is really the when they sprayed, I think it was like Detroit where they sprayed radiation on the on the town. You know about that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember. I forget what it's called. That's fucked up. And they're like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. Like, really? You sure you don't do that well, anymore? Well, people call, still think those things that come out of tr- planes. Chemtrails, man. Chemtrails. Man. Speaking of planes, how about the Kobe thing? It's pretty fucked up. Man, that's sad. It, it's, I, it didn't affect me at all. I mean, I mean it, sucks. It, it sucks that somebody lost, that people lost somebody they love. Any yeah. tragedy sucks. But the fact that it was Kobe doesn't change it in the yeah. least for me. For you, no. For me, yeah, because, I mean, like, uh, I, that was someone that I really, like, revered as, a, like, an athlete. And just because of, the, like, the mindset and just, like, I mean, man, that was, like, I grew up watching him. I was a fan. He's, like, the reason why I was playing basketball. And I was a Lakers fan to begin with from, like, when I first moved to the U.S. It's sad, man. It's a sad, like, but, I mean, the part that fucks with me the most is the the fact that he was there with his like 13 year old daughter and then there's other families with like their kids and stuff but like it was a minute of falling that's gotta be the scariest i thought they said he was flying low and just hit the mountain they're saying he's flying low but it was dropping for like a minute it descent from uh i forget it was it was basically that it was flying in fog and the guy couldn't see he missed it by like 20 or 30 feet. Like he could have gotten over the mountain 30 feet, but he went up to try and get past um, the the low clouds. He went up to like 2,500 feet and then he like suddenly dropped. He dropped down to, I think they said something like, um, it was like 60 meters per second or something like that, which is fucking fast to like dive down in a helicopter. But even then like, dude, what do you do? Like, can you imagine? Like, being there with your kid and, like, you're free-falling. Like, what is going on through your mind? How scary is that? But, like, the least that you could pray for is the fact that maybe he did just smash into it without even knowing. Where he's just like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, they said he was flying low. And all of a sudden, they just hit the mountain. Because he was, that's that's what I read. He went up and then dove down and like i guess when he dove down is when he smashed into it like there people heard like sputtering and stuff like that he was the guy made way too many mistakes because what happens is the LAPD grounded all their flights because it was just there was no visibility i mean we're at an airport like so obviously it's a big thing but when it's cloudy like that you fly using um the instruments you don't fly visual because you have no visuals. So right. It's, you fly through the instruments. The The pilot requested excuse me, requested special permission to fly visual. I think it was called like SFVR, uh, I think is what they call it. 
and the tower gave him the permission. They're like, go ahead, follow this route and go. So he was going through the I-4 and like hang, hung a left. And then he was supposed to switch to another tower. They like directed him to switch to the other tower. So like when you're going down, like you get handed off. Right, so right. Someone's always keeping track of you. And he made the call, reached out to the tower. The tower tried to clarify and it was done. Like, so like he, they, he made contact with them. And then when the tower went to respond, like he didn't respond. Then they tried to like clarify and it was already done. Sucks. It's crazy. So it's, it's pretty sad. Like, but, but yeah, yeah I mean, tragedy is tragedy. What do you want? Make, making, being a celebrity doesn't change it. It doesn't make it any worse. I think the only thing that sucks is like, I mean, that's someone that had an impact on a lot of people's lives, whether directly or indirectly. Like that's still sad. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, what else we got? Oh, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is Kasai Pro 7. Did you see the card for this? No. It's bonkers. Like, uber bonkers. The, um, the super fights are Dante Leon, Hanato versus Hanato Canudo, which that's going to be they, I think they fought before. Yeah. And then Raquel Canudo against Gabby McComb. For the women's, there's a couple others like super fights. I wasn't that interested, but the main tournament, the main reason for the whole fucking night, Cyborg, which is why he was like taking it easy this past weekend. Patrick Gaudio, Bruno Bastos, Joao Rocha, Hulk, Nicky Rod, Vinny Magalesh, and Kyle Bone. So the big boys, the big boys, man. Cyborg against Cyborg against Vinny Magalesh would be a fun match. I mean, all of there's a lot of good matchups in that. That and like the possibilities on on that whole Hulk night and Gaudio. Then they didn't they go at it at the ADCC. No, that was Hulk and was it Gaudio? No, I thought it was Hulk. Gaudio. No, somebody else because Gordon was talking all sorts of shit. Oh, Ali. No, no, no! It was Gaudio. Do you think so? Yeah, Hulk. I, I'm pretty sure Hulk beat Gaudio. Where's my phone? I just had it. He put it down on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was charging it. Good man. Um, I'm 90 percent sure it was Patrick Gaudio. Uh, and and Hulk. Because Patrick that, lost the match, but I can't. I thought he lost the match to Nikki. 2019 brackets. Let's see. I'll look it up right. Meow. It is Meow 66, 77. Jackson, Canudo, Rocha. Come on, where are we? Valdir, Gordon, Barbosa. Yeah, yeah, it was the second match. It was Luca, Lucas Barbosa against Patrick Gaudio. Yep. Because the first match was Barbosa against uh, Toponin. Man, I got to go back and watch ADCC again. There were so many good matches. I had uh, it such was, a blast. It was a, it, was a, it was a good one. Yeah. Um, Substars also has crazy yeah, setups. Yeah, that's too. gonna be nuts. I don't even know like all the names. I didn't that's get time close. To look at them. That's yeah. close. 
Yeah, that one. We have to go to that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try and go out there and at least. Uh, in our jujitsu radio shirts. Yeah, I can get a. Uh, I want to get uh, some photos, maybe. Maybe get a photo pass for that. Maybe they'll actually give it to me this time. Uh, but that's it, man. That's all that I got for today. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff that I wanted to bullshit and talk about, but I think it's getting late, and I got strength and conditioning in the morning yep. with Brian, the new strength and conditioning coach at Temple. This is serious product placement, Brian. <laughs> so you can give me a fucking discount. Shouldn't you tell everybody what his whole name is? If it could be anybody. No, it's just Brian. Call him Brian. All right. You say, I want to talk to Brian because Alex told me Brian is one of the best strength and conditioning coaches out here. I worked with him at IHP and he's at Temple now and it's going to be a pain in the ass. And you can follow him on Instagram. I think it's yeah, he changed it. What is it, Brian SC? Let me see. Brian.gif. Brian GIF. No, that's not what he changed it to. Yes, Did he it change is. It again? I'm literally looking at it right now. Oh, he changed it again. Brian.gif. I think he gave you the personal one. I don't think that's his. Yeah, that's his personal one he just put out on blast. Oops. Way to go. Oh, it's Coach Brian C underscore SC. See, Coach Brian underscore SC. So there you go. Follow him and stock him. Send him send him wee wee pics at uh Brian.gif. <laughs> I want to see if he's listening Oops. to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can blame Sean on that one, bro. I told you. See, I know. Uh. I know it was right. Oh man. All right, folks, that's it for us. Please don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to the iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google there's, Play. There's, there's the Mikey whatever. meme, Absoluto. It's Can awesome. Can you see it? I don't know if you can see it. That's funny. That's a great drawing. Who, who made the drawing? I don't know, but they did an awesome job. Yeah. Um, shout out to all our sponsors. Thank you again to Choke Aloha, Giraffe Choke, and Jiu-Jitsu Soap Code. Don't forget to check out jujitsuradio.com and follow Shauna Gorilla Boy BJJ. Follow me at Sonder Marketing, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Jujitsu Radio. Holler at your boys. We will catch you next time. Peace. You can't <laughs>the best there is plain and simple i mean i wake up in the morning i piss excellence and nobody can hang with my stuff keep stealing wheeling dealing limousine right jet flying son of a gun and i'm having a hard time holding these alligators up Woo!